Views expressed here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. going on new york city what up what up what up hello hello What's hello going on everywhere welcome to the evening rush each and every wednesday 7 p.m to 8 p.m with dawn and rainbow uh you already know how we feeling today it's real good outside it's been nice this whole week unfortunately we've been a little caught up with the weather but we we, we here we here we here strong too today we got a special guest in the building mr bob baldwin Listen, what up, family? Hey, Dad. How you guys doing? This is an honor right now. I, we, we, no, how are you doing, sir? Exactly. With that, all, <laughs> look, with that bright background of yours. Yes. No, I'm honored that you have me, first of all. So thank you for, for the invite. And we're honored that you're here. Yes, that's definitely. right. Like, New York in the house, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But your experience <laughs> in music and in a lot of you know avenues that you you've been in radio i, I can say more bob got too much going on for me is what is what's going on bob is there look let me tell you me? something when i read this when i read this man's bio i was like so the thing isn't what do you do it's what don't you do uh, yeah <laughs> well I, I can't i can't swim very well so we can start with that uh, i mean what what they say about most black people we can't swim that well <laughs> wow. Okay. But we okay, but we do what we do. Look, I can swim enough to survive. Okay. That's right. I can float. Let me know. <laughs> I I, I want to okay. first go start off with the fact that um, you know, you're you're a great businessman. How long have you been in radio? Well, you know what? I started in college, uh, Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, just south of Pittsburgh, the hometown mm. of Joe Namath, since we're in a, in a New York environment here. Joe Namath. Okay. Last time Jets ever did anything significant, 1960. The Jets are not that great of a team anymore. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't talk about my New York team. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I did a college radio there, and then I, I my stepfather, was a Tuskegee Airman, and he, he was he was in the trenches with Percy Sutton, who owned WBLS. Okay. And he just made a phone call, and said, "Hey, listen, uh, I'd like my son to go, um, you know, do an internship at WBLS. So this is BLS and LIB at the peak of where they were with Frankie Crocker and um, Ken Spiderweb and um, mm. Sergio Dean and Ricky Ricardo." And then on the news side on WLIB it was it was Pat Prescott, Carl Ferguson, Wayne Gilman, Mark Riley. It was, I mean, this was like an all-star lineup for radio. Yeah, so that's, that's where I cut my teeth in New York with radio. So that's when I really caught the bug. So it started there. Nineteen or one or five. Really, really, Bob. Yeah. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was able to fuse the radio with artistry, and that's you know that's kind of what I do today with New Urban Jazz. We had talked earlier about CD 101.9 in New York, which I didn't mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob out here doing jingles, y'all. Popular, not not you know, not those little popular ones, y'all. Popular. Yeah, yeah, actually, you actually got the the Sweetback Award for doing the jingle for a CD one on one point five. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You 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 know, I'm 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 a little old too, so I admire that because that was the, the, one of the biggest radio stations back in the days when it was. Everybody knew that jingle. That was, Everybody knew that jingle. Yeah. Wow. That was the largest smooth jazz station in the country. Mm -hmm. And then just like that, I'm driving up the highway and uh I remember the I remember the year 2008. I remember the day, February 8th. I was driving up the Jersey Turnpike and somebody sends me a blind text and says, We're going into a meeting with CD 101.9 and they may change their format by four o'clock. Now it's at 2 30 in the afternoon. So you had an hour and a half. An hour and a half to enjoy CD 101. And then I get a call. Then I get another text from the same person. 15 minutes out, they said, CD 101 is going to go to rock. I was like, you are lying. Don't be telling me no lies like that. And just like that, they went from like Grover Washington to like Procol Harum or somebody. <laughs> it's like no announcement or nothing. And he changed the DJs and everything. I was like, y'all are wrong for that. Yeah. And, uh, Smooth that was a raw deal for, for whoever worked there. Mm -hmm. That was a raw deal for the whole country, please. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so <laughs> that's because, like I said, my mother, we was in the car. We used to be in the car, and that's the station they used to listen to. Wow. So that's why that I'm like that wasn't, the station, that wasn't the station that my mother listened to, but everyone still knew that jingle. Like, it was. Yeah. How could you not know it? That's why I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm now. <laughs> Live on my network with the man that created that. Listen, exactly this right here. This is look at, us, look at us. We're doing big things, all big this things popping. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm honored. That's why I'm telling you, I'm honored by you know, I, I, I had to skip our normal format. I'm sorry, I couldn't oh. even go, Rainbow. How you doing? <laughs> Doing, you don't need to know how I'm doing. doing. I can't do all of that right now. We gotta get straight into Bob and his accomplishments. Because yeah. there's yeah. so many of them. So yeah. many. Oh, thank you. I, right now we I, I want to get to the song because I want to talk about this song. Um it was sent to me today and no, yesterday, excuse me. I, I heard was, it today and I'm in love. So I oh. fell, that's what yeah. I was about to say. I fell in love <laughs> off the rip with the song as soon as I heard it. So we're going to play it. It's um, called Friday Night. Featuring you want to tell Regina us about Troop. it real quick? Regina Troop yes, I want you to is, uh, from Atlanta, originally from Louisville, sings with the group mm -hmm. uh, Climax. They tour all around the world. Uh, but she lives in Atlanta. And uh, I heard this song off on one of her records. I said, man, this is a hot track, Friday Night. And then we did like a, a remix. And she came and re-sang re it. And I just, I just love what she did. I mean, she's playing keys too. She's, she's a bad sister. Ooh, she, okay. Oh, she's no, she's no joke. So I was just, I was just happy to be in the room with her. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you see how, how, and I love you about your humbleness. You, you, you right? said how I love just being in the room with her. Hey, and really, she was probably yeah. like, "That's Bob like, Bowman, That's, that's Bob <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here it is, Friday night. 
with Mr. Bob Baldwin. Let's go. Thank you. I think it's time we get our party on. I'm ready just to shake and move and groove, dance the night away. I think that I will go and play. Because that that listen, we'll be here all day with this one. Uh, that, taste, is huh? a that is definitely a bar burner. Thank you. I'm sorry. Listen, first of all, when you when you were in there and you, you're creating the music, because it's just phenomenal. Do you, how do you get into that groove? Because jazz is about feeling. Well, you know, I you know, I grew up in New York listening to WBLS and Frankie Crocker now. Frankie will go mm. from Roy Ayers to to Donny Hathaway to uh Maze in a heartbeat. So I, I heard all the the great music and shout out to uh my good friend Terrence Russ who hooked us up, who I met at BLS back in nineteen <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the 1900s. Like, why who would do that? Yes, why would you say that? Well, you know, hey, something had to happen there for us to be here, right? So, right. But uh, back to Regina. Um, her groove was so tight. Um, 
you know, I added the piano and she added like some nice funky rows and the bass and the drums. It just had, it had a thing before, before I even, even heard it. We just tried to mm. take it to the next level, next level. and put a nice mm. tight group. It reminds me of a New York record, actually. It mm. does. That, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds got, like, got, uh, like an old R&B song. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, melody right, right, of it, exactly. it all sounds like, sounds that, like something I've heard before. Had like when you because uh-huh. I, I noticed like i said when i was listening to a couple of the, the tracks you 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 know how to follow the voice of the person which is something a lot of people don't mm-hmm. do they they usually give people the music and then they have to sing off of what they they heard and how do you maneuver it doing it the other way well, I, I, grew, I grew up listening to a lot of great music, Earth and Fire and Chicago and, you know, all the Motown stuff. And then all the stuff that Quincy Jones did with, I mean, Michael Jackson. I mean, mm. you got to you got to you got a bebop guy, big band guy who worked with Frank Sinatra. All of a sudden he hooks up with the big, the big, big pop star, Michael Jackson. He creates all this beautiful, luscious, mm-hmm. gorgeous melodies and fat background vocals. I grew up listening to that kind of stuff. So my... My whole basis comes from from that that camp, you know. And of That's course, you know you listen. Ear from. He got a different ear. Ear, yeah. Oh yeah, I got the I got the jazz ear, but I but I love I love R and B music. You know, I grew up listening to Stevie and, and Motown and Aretha Franklin. You know, it's just well, so wrote, much great. You wrote in great hits for the Four Tops, Regina Carter, Freddie Jackson. Um, how you would just love some of them. Yeah. Harlem legend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy working, you know, I enjoy working with vocals. Uh, you know, Regina Carter is an amazing violinist. Uh, I work with Will mm. Downing. I had a chance to work with, uh, when, when we did the Four Tops record, it was uh, with uh, Grover Washington Jr., which was, you know, an amazing experience. Mm. One of the great jazz, contemporary R&B jazz soloists of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Four Tops. With every like certain like there's certain names when you mention you be like that they're legends 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 yeah. so look so Bob is a legend because he's worked with so many legends so oh, of course thank you. what what else would it be right <laughs> oh well, what nice made you start artist yeah definitely but you it's the thing is you're writing for them so writing. Now you you touch the different atmosphere of, of the whole process. You writing for these legends, that's so they're singing your music. Mm-hmm. So that that's a different credit right there. This is what I'm saying. We we in a building with legend. This legend the, the whole thing is he could take it from, but Bob could do all of the above. Like he could be the artist, he's the composer, and mm-hmm. he can write. So it, you put you just got all of this in one person. So you. It, what what else do you expect for great music? I have a lot in my briefcase. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I'm, I looked at that. I looked at the bio. I was like, uh, "What doesn't he do?" Yeah, I think yeah, I got exactly. that from my father. I got I got to tell you a quick story about my dad. My dad was a piano dad. player. He taught me how to play. But dad, he wanted to always get it right. So I'm gonna give you tell you a quick story. He was doing this gig at this restaurant in in Yorktown, New York, upstate New York. <laughs> And the piano mm-hmm. was out of tune. 
Dad was like, oh, no, we can't play on that piano piano tonight. So he calls two of his strongest friends, and they grab the piano out the house. Oh, no. And they take it to, (laughs) exactly, that's what I said. And they take it to the venue, and then when he gets it to the venue, he tunes the piano and does the gig. Now, that's, that's taking it, getting it right just a little bit too far. But what he said I, was, I, if I can't, I, if I can't tune this, I at least have a backup. Mm. He said, I, yes. I have a plan B is what he said. At, at, at any expense. I'm sure his back hurt Monday morning, but you know. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Because we have, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I want to ask you a question for all these new artists. What's the difference in the importance of ownership in their music? Mm. Oh my God, great question. Um, I just had a situation on Facebook, which I was I was doing a tribute to my, my little brother. And I wrote this song that was on a label, on a record label that I didn't own the project. And Facebook mm. took them and said, you don't own the material, even though you wrote it, you produced it, you played on it, you're the artist, but you can't use your own music. So that's, and that record that's was crazy. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that very much happened so. 30 years ago. And it was shortly after that when I realized that, you know what, I need to be owning my material. And people start mm-hmm. calling me the Ray Charles of smooth jazz, which is, which is funny. Um, yeah. But that's when I began to get the concept like Prince, Michael Jackson, they all own their music and they control mm-hmm. their music. And so by controlling it, you can do whatever you want to do with the music that you created. Because after all, they weren't there. When you created the music in the first place, so how are they how are they going to tell you what to do with your music? This music came out of your soul, out of your gut. You were writing it in. Or your because Michael Jackson and control somebody else's rights too. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that was. He uh, said, that "You was, don't got the right. I got the money. I'm gonna buy them. Now I can do what I want with your music." Oh. Yeah, and that's what Michael Jackson. Then Michael Jackson bought like Jackie Wilson's catalog. He, he bought the Beatles. Him. Yeah, well, yeah. well, he did that too. That was that was that was that was a big time move right there. Uh-huh, you know, so ownership is really important, especially during a uh, a COVID situation where the gigs got dried up. At least there were some mm-hmm. royalty checks coming in. And is this the reason why a lot of artists now buy in their equity into their equity as musicians versus before, <laughs> where you know the company wouldn't let them have equity in their masters or anything of that nature. You see that now, right? All of a sudden, and all of a sudden now, yeah. the uh, the the high level artists now they're like selling off the entire catalog. They're they're like getting out of the game, like Bob Dylan and all the mm-hmm. guys. You know, uh, 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 Tina Turner sold her, you know, her artistry catalog. So yeah, she said she doesn't want to do it anymore. She's she could still make money off of her music though. Exactly, exactly. And she's in her seventies, and you know why not enjoy the fifty or sixty or hundred million dollars you're gonna make? I, I ain't mad at you. God bless at her, all. <laughs> She deserves it. She's been through a lot. She does. You know? <laughs> she does. <laughs> so you you've been um twenty oh, I think it's twenty years now with um under Sony distribution. How was that? It's been good because basically I make the music and I just give it to them and they distribute it. And you know, with this new uh you know streaming thing. I'm not really crazy about the streaming. It is what it is. I can't change it. I'm not trying to change it. I don't have the the billions to change it so you just gotta <laughs> go, you gotta roll with the punches man and uh yeah. sony is 
the, the, the big three record companies in, in the whole world. So it's it's great mm-hmm. to be associated with the big three. Definitely, definitely, definitely. What about, uh, don't you have your own, The Orchard? No, The Orchard is actually, the story about The Orchard, they're a digital distributor. Okay. They were an independent company, and then Sony kept awesome. an eye on them. And they just bought them up for like four hundred million dollars. <laughs> Sounds about right. You and our camp. Now they distribute the entire Sony catalog over either a million songs or a million albums. It's, it's but what they okay. the way they they they're they're bad. So I'm I'm just happy to be associated with the Orchard, which yeah. is associated with. Sony. You hear that, people? Y'all know y'all. If y'all didn't know the name now, you know it now. The Orchard. You need your the distribution. Orchard. That's right. So, That's right. Um. Where do you where do you see right now the focus of jazz? Because a lot of people don't um you're not hearing jazz as much as you've heard in the past to now. Where's your focus? Where do you see the forecast of jazz right now? Here's a problem with jazz as I see it. <laughs> um the last really great hurrah of jazz was when that when Bet on Jazz was on TV owned by uh you know BT Networks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least you had a visualization of what the jazz was all about. You saw guys playing music, singing, you know, you, you got the interaction with the crowd. And I think in the last 20 years, jazz has kind of fallen off the radar as far as getting on video, getting on TV. There's no visual association unless you go to a festival or concert. problem with festivals and concerts is that when the concert's over, you, you got all you have is a, a vapor vaporization of that memory mm-hmm. of that concert. It's not documented. So the jazz people, whoever is running the jazz, I don't know who they are. If you if you know who they are, please pick them up get them <laughs> and tell them, get the thing back on TV. Let's get some visualization because, you know, once you see the music, you know, and all jazz is not, you know, the, the traditional upright, which is cool because that's the school that I came from. But it's also got the electric thing. It's got the R&B thing fused in, you know, smooth mm-hmm. jazz is of jazz and R&B mixed together, like throwing it in a, in a pot. Um, they need to get that back on TV. That's really the only. The only time you see it on TV is when you see it. Like they'll have like um, certain in some of like the love movies. Like they'll take them right. to a jazz right. club. That's exactly. it. It's like it's like a, a passing thought, but it's never a, a forethought. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what so, you should do. Maybe you should make a movie about it. Yes, I think I should do that. You're right. I'm with before, it. You need an actor. That's you. I'm right here. Look. <laughs> before we go to um, because I, I I see you got a lot of tours coming up. Um, just your thought about the forecast of black music now and in, in the whole. Wow, you gonna put that on me, man? I gotta put it on you, boy. Okay. <laughs> so, um, maybe 20 years ago. Well, right now, currently. Gospel is the new R&B. There's yeah. more going on in the gospel music as far as R&B goes than R&B. R&B has kind of morphed under pop. Uh, when the when the major labels decided to get rid of the black music department, and they just kind of like snuck them under pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, the R&B now has gotten kind of watered down. Um, it's you know, it's to me, it's not melodically as challenging as it was 20 30 years ago the content eh, i don't know you know I, I need to hear more melody i need to hear more tell me a, a story besides the, the right 
Tell me a story. Yeah, tell me yeah. a story. Don't give me the same old nonsense over and over again. As if, as if people have gotten dumb over the years. You know, people are not dumb. We give feed us what 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 was happening back in the eighties and the nineties. You know, give me a give me a strong storyline. You know, and and, and and I would prefer to hear English over um, mumbling. Yeah, definitely. Can I get more English and less mumbling? Definitely. <laughs> I mean, definitely. you have to ask them if they know how to speak English. Oh, Jesus! Lord help me. Maybe I'll get um, some people talk. How, you know what it is? Some people, the way, and they write the way they talk. So if it's not written Ooh. properly for them either. Well, you know, it's like sending it's like sending an email to somebody in a text format. It just looks kind of weird, right? Yeah. Can I get a can I can you put a period in that five line somewhere? A period it's a run on sentence. Can you capitalize the first word, please? Is that asking too much? Yeah. For some people, and me, me, that's how I am. If it's not, if I don't capitalize, if I have to go back, I retype the whole damn thing. I'd be like, oh, no, that, that's not right. See, 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 you got some discipline. <laughs> I do. Um, Just a little bit. Go, before we go to break, um, you got, like I said, you have some tours coming up. Um, you want to tell the people about them? Yes, uh, if you go to BobBallin.com, you see the whole list. I have June 11th in Beacon, New York, upstate New York in the Hudson Valley. Um, I'm doing Charlotte um, at a club called Middle Sea in uh, August. I have Pittsburgh at the Manchester's Craftsman Guild in July. Uh, I've got Atlanta coming up um, in September, as well as Toledo, Ohio. And that's all I have so far. But just some other things that are brewing, and uh, hopefully it'll be a, an update shortly. But go to BobBallin.com to check out the... Uh, the tour page and some and some music. Mm, thank you, thank you, Mr. Bob. It's been an honor we and a pleasure. And a pleasure. You being on the evening rush. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, guys, and then we're gonna be back thank with Flo guys. Anthony. She's in the building and she's gonna be telling us about her book. So just give us a second and we'll be right back. If y'all need to know how to get your own podcast on the Evening Rush Network, this is what you do. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Now a message from our sponsors. Envious Creations for your baker needs. Follow them on Instagram at Envious Creations with a Z or call or text 347-984-3963. Martine Felton, author of You Love, You Learn. Download her book at www.martinefelton.com. She is also a life coach and author and intuitive. Plush Vodka, are you looking for a good premium flavored vodka? Well, order yours now at www.plushvodka.com. Are you looking for a change in your community? Well, follow Chaplain Christine Winslow and her Cause of Concern and Solution, Inc. Follow them on team underscore Winslow on Instagram. Hot Commodity Cosmetics and Lash Studios. Order your cosmetics now at hotcommodicosmetics.com or follow them on Instagram at hotcommodity underscore cosmetics. Industry 21 Magazine Apparel. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Industry21Mag or I21Apparel on Instagram and Facebook. 
And those are our sponsors of The Ethan Rush with Don and Rainbow. If you're looking to be a sponsor, feel free to email us at theethanrush at gmail.com for inquiries. And don't forget to catch us here each and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. And follow us on Instagram at The Ethan Rush Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. We got Miss Flo Anthony in the building. What's, how are you doing? Hey, Flo. Fine. How are you guys doing tonight? Thanks so much for having me. No, thank you. Thank no, it's you. our pleasure to have you here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we, we, well, all day we've been um, going off about you. <laughs> Listen, you are one of the great. Um, okay. Get into it. <laughs> radio host, book writer, gossip columnist, and uh, how's your life been going? How would I what? I said, how's, how's your life been going? going? How's life been going? Oh, you know what? Um, like everyone else, you know, being here in New York City, uh, this pandemic has still been very, very frightening, but I've been able to, you know, thrive during it still. I always worked from home for like the last 20 years or so. So I, I didn't feel shut in because I always mm -hmm. worked from home. And then I managed to, you know, write a new book during it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I stayed on the air every day with my radio show. I kept all my columns. So life didn't really change for me. And then uh, late 2020 in August, uh, we kind of got back out on the road, uh, you know, doing a few things. So mm -hmm. it's it's been all right. It's just uh, a sad uh, situation. And but sometimes in life, you just have to deal with whatever God has handed you, and and keep moving. Correct. And Amen. That's, that's the biggest thing. And you know, like you, we we all went through the pandemic, and this is how this started. So it's absolutely, been a it sure it's is. Definitely been a blessing on, you know, being able to reach the masses and be able to talk to, to let people know, you know, we're still here. We're still going through this with you. So definitely, and we definitely appreciate you for doing that. Well, um, so go ahead, man. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. No, Miss Anthony, go ahead. Hey, you, you cut me off. That's fine. You, no, I just said thank you. That's all. <laughs> um, we're going to get, we want to talk about this, your book called Last Call for the Deadly Diva. I love the name of it. Yeah, it's my fourth novel. Uh, mm -hmm. They're kind of, uh, uh, you know, each of them are a sequel. The first one about this uh, group of people, Valerie Rollins and uh, Rome uh, Nyland and all these people was keeping secrets, telling lies. And mm. the second one was called uh, Deadly Stuff Players. The third one uh, was called One Last Deadly Play. And of course, the newest one, is last call for a deadly diva, which I, I kind of think I'm done writing about this crew of people. <laughs> I, I was just about to say that because you took the words out you know, of I've, ta I've taken them down for the road of four books. So it's time to find some new subjects. Well, the reason why I was about to say that is because, you know, you got the last, you wrote the last. And yeah, but you know, said it's over for him. Go on to the next. I, from watching Power. There's no end. You can't just end it just like that. You know, people started melting to the people, you know, to the art, to the um, characters in the book. And now they, you know, they're going to keep wanting more and more. Now they want more. Well, oh, in, well, in the she's going to give them more. It's <laughs> a different set of people. And now in the, in the first book, Keeping Secrets, Telling Lies, 
uh, Valerie Rollins, she's a black gossip columnist, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. happened to meet Rome Nyland, who was an NFL Hall of Famer uh, turned private investigator when his cousin, um, Charlie Sutton, was murdered. And mm-hmm. uh, so that was their first encounter and they became friends. And then for the, the second book, Deadly Stuff Players, I'm a really big horse racing fan. So I introduced this black jockey by the name of Vance Dumas and his dad, Victor Dumas, who was a black billionaire dot com person, uh, also in electronics and games and a cast of characters around all of them. And Rome and and, uh, Valerie were trying to find the murderers of, of Victor's wife and Vance's mother. And we brought all these other characters into it. And uh, one last deadly play, I introduced another character from Valerie's past, uh, who mm. turned out to be a retired baseball player who had amnesia, and he turned out to be Victor Dumas's cousin. I mean, that just whole thing. Okay, is, so where, you know, where do I go to look? Where do I go to get these books? Because I'm intrigued already. What happened? <laughs> You and just so you just resold the first three books, go right? Ahead. Yeah, yeah, the final book, last call for the Deadly Diva. I do what everybody does and bring somebody back from the dead. I kind of brought this character, uh, Royale, though, back from the dead too, because uh, they thought he was dead, but he was on an island uh, not far off of the Bahamas from my Miami, a little tiny island that really does exist. And he had amnesia and did not know who he was, so mm-hmm. um. You know, this last call for a deadly diva just brings everybody uh, full circle. And in this book, instead of being a jockey, uh, Vance forms an all-black polo team called the Dumas Diamonds Club because his horse, Wild and Out, has aged out of, of you know, running in competitive mm. races. So, I mean, it's um, it's a nice journey for them all. <laughs> Got you. So, so like I said, where do I get these books at again? Oh, you, you know what? You can actually get them a lot of places. BarnesandNoble.com, Target, Walmart, bookstores all over the country, uh, Amazon. Kindle. Okay. Look, you say Amazon. That's support, my favorite. So say no more. Amazon over here. Look, say no more. I, should, I shouldn't support Jeff Bezos, but it's all right. I'm going to. It comes to my door in two days. I love, I love it. Online Jeff Bezos. He was just out with uh, Gail King and his uh, girlfriend. I don't know. He ain't paying his taxes. I don't know why I got to pay mine if he ain't got to pay his. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm sure he's paying something. <laughs> <laughs> so how how does this feel? You know, life's been great with you. you, you you've seen um, different different avenue because you're now on a you're on a um radio you're still on the radio yes i've been on the radio for 30 years uh mm, yeah. is, is a gossip on the go with flow and i'm syndicated and uh well over 20 markets and i still write right. all the columns uh you know i started out um years ago i was the first uh black woman in the sports department of the New York Post page six i mean of, of the sports department then i went to the entertainment department because where I became the first black person. And then of course I was the first black person to work on the um, world renowned page six. But I mm. still have several gossip columns now. I have one called Go With The Flow. That's in a lot of uh, black newspapers, New York, Amsterdam here, uh, Caribbean Life, Philadelphia Sunday Sun. And then I have a column called South of the Highway that's in Dan's papers and it's strictly about the Hamptons. And uh, Schneps Media owns that. And I also work for Schneps Media's AM New York, where I have a weekly column called Big Apple Buzz. So it's gotten very busy. It's kind of like I've come full circle. 
And it's, it's just so wonderful uh, to be, you know, my age and still be in the game. It's kind of uh, unbelievable. Oh, what do you mean your age and still in the game? Girl, yeah, Bob. Yeah. This game for you and Bob years. today, listen, you and Bob has been killing us. Y'all are still wow. young. Y'all are still doing things that a lot of us are now reaching and striving for. Yeah, that's and I, what I that's what our show is about is paying homage and giving you your roses while you're here and showing you the love you deserve and how much you. we appreciate you. Yeah, and I was recently inducted into the National Boxing Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, I, I work with Michael Spinks now, and I work with him. You know, back in the uh, '80s, we've been together a very long time, and but I represented actually twelve. Uh, world boxing champions and so okay. all of a sudden that was recognized <laughs> this year uh, just <laughs> last month we were out in uh in los angeles for the national boxing hall of fame so yeah oh so you as well you know one. what i'm done i'm done with flow anyway <laughs> yeah, she got you, she got so much going on i don't even know where to start greatness. oh yeah thank you like right now boxing is is it right now um it, it done went full circle again you got Javante Davis this weekend fighting uh Floyd fought uh Saturday which was like amazing I don't, I don't know after. if I, I don't know if I like this new Floyd with hair I'm not sure if I like it <laughs> listen Floyd is a beast, I don't know if I like Floyd. it I'm not sure he said this is pandemic Floyd this is pandemic Floyd I don't know if I like it <laughs> he's pretty great Floyd you know Boxer, but I don't know if I like this new. I don't know if I like this new look. I think I need him a little bit more clean cut for myself. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. You know, some men get away with looking a little scruffy. Uh -huh. I don't think I, 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 it's not working for me. With Floyd. I, I, I thought that yeah. I, I didn't know I was it was him. About his boxing. Let his me tell you when I but when I first amazing. saw him, I didn't know it was him. I was like, who is this man? Who's this man? <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think about? Um, the author Zane. I think about what Zane, the author Zane, the author Zane. Zane, I she published my book Deadly Stuff Players. Mm -hmm. I think a lot about her. So <laughs> I love Zane. She, oh, tell, God, tell me more. That. Yeah, and you know it's funny. I met her um at the premiere of uh, Zane Sex Chronicles. Suzanne DePass. Talk about it. And um, I said to her, you know, I'm writing a book. She said, Oh, send me something. Gave me her card. And so I sent her uh, what I had, and she bought the book. <laughs> and now I'm with Wahida Clark. Uh, she did uh, One Last Deadly Play and uh, Last Call for a Deadly Diva. So somebody said, well, how did you get with the two biggest Black women in publishing? Uh, Amen. Terrence Russ, uh, he introduced me to Wahida, and she bought uh, One Last Deadly Play, Sight Unseen. And then her office called and said, do you have another book? Because you're still selling One Last Deadly Play, you know, uh, a few years later. So I said, yeah, I have been working on one. And that's how it all happened. So how is it working with Terrence? Huh? I said, how is it working with Terrence? With Terrence? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's wonderful. Mr. Russ. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. Guy. Let me tell you. It, it, let me tell you something. When, when you, Terrence, you say black. Terrence is like nothing but. Yeah. 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 My people. Them pretty yeah. spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, since we've been working with Terrence, it's been a great, great honor. He's um, gotten us a lot of like a wonderful guests that wonderful guests. we've we've wanted to work with for the longest. longest you. Time. You, uh -uh. Thank you. <laughs> you know, 
when you see and think about the history of, you know, um, what you've done, what you accomplished, it, it's just like you deserve where you are right now. You know, it's a hard work, it's perseverance. And these are the things that people don't get anymore. We don't go through, they, they want it right now. It's they a microwave type system. It's definitely a microwave type situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's, and that's that's not thing. what life is. You have to just continue to work. You have to uh, keep perfecting your craft. Amen. Uh, you have to keep moving everything along. And most importantly, you have to grow with the times. You know, mm-hmm. you have to deal like today I was working on, you know, Cardi B's story, a uh, uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Jordan Woods story. You have to stay with the times. It's very, yeah. very important. Yes. And that's the part I about. I, I, I don't know about you. You do. You are wonderful at your job. It would not be yes. for me because <laughs> I can't keep up with my own stuff, let alone with everybody else's stuff. But I've been reading this stuff. I'd be like, oh, she got it. She she got it. Yep. She hitting it. Yeah. She hit it. But me on a, if it were for me, no one would know the information because I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't I can't even get my, myself together, let alone somebody else's stuff together. Oh, you gotta you gotta keep it going and you have to also make sure it's as positive as it possibly can be. Amen. Yeah. That's one reason that I've kind of stood the test of time is because I've really tried to always report on a positive ma- uh, manner to the to the best of my ability and right yeah. come positive with it but you know even try to spin it then <laughs> right the but you trying to spin it in a positive way and there's people out here trying to spin it in a negative way See, you, you're, you're doing what you're her. supposed to do you're doing a journalistic job you're doing you're a journalist essentially this, uh, that's what on. you are this is what i was trying to say this is the difference between her and wendy williams Yes. Wendy Williams is the messy part of it. I've seen everything I've read about so far with Flo has been positive. Nothing messy, nothing, no, you know, no uh, negative vibe. That a lot of artists are willing to still work with you. You haven't had any no negative press. So how do you keep the difference between the messy and the negative? <laughs> well, I'm certainly no uh, fan of Wendy because uh, she was... Uh, I was told, maybe it's not true, that she was responsible for me being let go from WBLS. She Sounds said like too it. much gossip there. But I do feel very badly about what's happened to her life mm-hmm. and how she allowed life to beat her down. And she was at the top of her game, sitting on millions and millions of dollars. You don't let things happening around you take you down to the bottom. You have to keep going and try to rise up. And so I do feel very bad about what's happened to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, health wise, of course, you know, health like I said, wise, all around wise. I mean, she was in yeah. rehab, uh, she have the sinuses, she was in rehab, all sorts of stuff. Just in general, it hasn't been good for her the last few years. Yeah. So, it all started with you, the whole you, husband you, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It started because, with that, but they say that some people say she was kind of better off with him because he kind of kept her together regardless of the things that he was doing in life. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the, the mother of the baby and all that was concerned. Yeah. So it's I, possible. I feel very bad what happened to her, but a lot of it, you know, people say it's kind of karma because she was not nice to a lot of people, including me. So. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is why I said, it is what they say. God, God, God does work his God own God don't magic. like ugly. 
That's the thing. <laughs> God don't that, like ugly. And when you ugly much. the people, you get what you get. Yeah. So um, I was reading about Michael Jackson, um, the play, and you had feelings towards it. Can you explain that to us? I had what with Michael? Um, the feelings. No, you had an affair with Michael. Play. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't know that. <laughs> About the play, the Michael Jackson play. Oh, well, you know, I was very close to Michael Jackson and his sister, Latoya. I call her my sister from another mother. And uh, I, I really loved Michael Jackson. And I'm the only person in America that stood up for him through all of that, the molestation charges, yeah. this or that. I was just out there constantly saying that he was innocent, constantly trying to help him. And I was just doing this. Nobody was paid. A lot of people think I was paid. I was not paid for any of that. I was if that's your friend, that's your friend. You stood by yeah. him to the end. Yeah, I stood by him to the end. And I didn't get invited to the opening night. And at first, I didn't have any problem with it because I did get tickets for Friday night. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any problem with it. And I have to admit, then I saw it on TV all night that Tuesday night. And it kind of upset me. And I did mention to somebody, I said, I don't understand why I wasn't invited. And so then on Wednesday, that Wednesday night, I woke up two o'clock in the morning. It was all on the news again. And I just posted on Facebook that I just felt I should, you know, I was upset about it. And then all oh, heck broke loose. <laughs> you only, it's like you weren't allowed to have an opinion or something, no, right? Yeah, you know what? And so I ended up, I said, look, I don't want problems with anybody. You know, so I, at first I took it off <laughs> Facebook. Then I got another call where well, your followers are still following you, are still supporting you. I said, well, I can't really help that, but let me issue an apology. So then I issued an apology. But then uh, uh, Carlos Greer, who works at page six, where I used to work, he just thought it was all hysterical. He said it's a New York story. And then it got on page six. But what's <laughs> crazy about it, because it was Michael Jackson, it got picked up all over the world. The world. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord. Help. See what you just thought it, Flo? But I wasn't trying to get anyone in trouble. I wasn't trying. And it's funny because, you know, uh, two people reacted very differently than other people react to work on that show. And one woman called me. I didn't even know she was really working on the show. She says, I owe you an apology. Can I take you out to dinner? I'll get you the tickets. Uh, another person called me and they said it was on behalf of um, the manager of Miles Frost who plays Michael Jackson, if there was anything they mm. could do to help me. Then other people, kept, you know, people just kept calling. So anyway, I saw the play. it's the most magnificent play I've ever seen. You think that Michael's standing right there in front of you. Uh, My I mother went to go see the play and she said it was absolutely amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing, you know. So that's it better. What it better it look, let me tell you something. But sometimes emotions get the better of you, especially at two o'clock in the morning when you wake up and you see it on TV. <laughs> I'll never do that. But <laughs> if that play wasn't good, they would have ripped them a new one because you're going you gonna to have to do our Michael right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, and they're up for 10 Tony Awards. So that's just magnificent. Absolutely. So, so what's the future holding for you, Miss Anthony? Uh, well, let me see. This summer, I'm pretty busy, even despite the pandemic. Um, we're traveling a lot again uh, with Michael. We've got, um, uh, a, a, which is very timely now, Guns Down, Gloves Up, Amateur Boxing in St. Louis this weekend. Very timely. Uh, next mm. week, we have the Indianapolis, um, the Indiana Boxing Hall of Fame. He's getting a ring on Friday night. And then nice. Saturday. 
today his brother Leon is being injected posthumously and he's accepting it. And then the next week we go to the International Boxing Hall of Fame and then the next week it's something <laughs> else. So it's pretty important um, to me to keep Mike's legacy alive. Michael's yeah. legacy alive and you know it's very important and Leon's legacy alive. So all of this just adds to it, you know, and it's it's a wonderful thing. Okay. And you're gonna still keep going with your with your shows and I work all day long and to get out of here for two days I have to record ahead. I gotta write ahead. It's crazy. <laughs> how do you how do you do it with the new artists? Because I know you used to you you know, how do you do your 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 rumors reports with new artists? With a new artist? I report them all. Like I said, I report them all, on all of them, and the new ball players and and everything. I did. Uh, uh, you know, Cardi B is now uh, the. Um, it's not. It's the head of marketing or something for Playboy. So she brought out a whole line of Playboy. Yeah, Playboy. I saw that. Yes, yeah, so I didn't I did. even know that one. Uh, mm -hmm. Lover and his uh, baby mama. You never see them together, and they were out and walking around Manhattan this week. Today, I did that story. I keep up with everybody that's young. So. Okay. Okay. I okay. told you, I, they'd be mad at me if I was supposed to be a, a gossip column, columnist. <laughs> if I was supposed to be a reporter, it wouldn't matter. I, I, it ain't, uh, I don't got the brain for that. Keep up with the music. I don't. I can't. I can't keep up with my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoy it too. I really love what I do. Um, mm. You know, and I, I just love it. And I love when it all comes to fruition, when the pictures are with the words and. I just love it. Mm. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. What they say, as long as you love what you do, it's never you're never working. Yeah, you never yeah. are. It's not it's not like it's a job. It's a lot right. lot of work and a lot to do. But it's enjoyable. Life. But it's it's something that I just really love. And uh, you know, I didn't go to school for journalism. I you know, I'm a graduate of Howard University College of Fine Arts. I, I went for acting and stuff, but my mother always said all of this mm. stuff, the writing and all, was just a God-given gift for me. Mm -hmm. and that's really the honest-to-God truth. That, you know, I, um, I recently got another award, and I said that, you know, um, I did not choose journalism. Journalism chose me. And, uh, mm. you know, I didn't have classes in writing or anything like that. And so it is what it is. It's just something. What they say, God, God gives all of us a purpose, and yeah. that was your purpose. That was this is purpose. your purpose. Yeah. You walk into your purpose. It's been your purpose for I years. walked right into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's been an amazing purpose. At least, look, some people never find their purpose. You found yours, and you found yours early in life. Yeah. And I, you get to enjoy it. Been working at it ever since. Found it in my 20s. So it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> so, how can people find you if they want to oh, know of, where I, you are? I have an online magazine called Black. Noir B L A C K N O I R dot N Y C. Uh, and then um, if you Google me, all my columns come up and even the different radio markets. And so you can listen to a lot of them online. I know WDKX uh, FM in Rochester. You can listen to it online. Most of them you can hear online and they're daily. Okay. Five days yes. a week. Um, anybody five, five that, days that a week. Knows I'd be mad that I got to do this one day a week. And you out here five days a week, so no, it's you better than me. Stories. Miss Anthony, tell her, tell her we, we, we need her to do, we, we got to do this 
every day. Let's go. Every, you, five you, days a week. No, you know what it is? I probably wouldn't mind if this was if this was my job or, you know, if it was something that I was doing just this, I wouldn't mind it. But it's because I got to do this and other stuff too. I'm just like, I don't I don't want to do anything. I, I do it all. So I, you know. <laughs> and have she loves all the things that she does. That's what that is. No, I love, you know what? I, I absolutely love this. I get to pe- I get to speak to people like you, Ms. Anthony. <clears throat> but He's my other job. Ms. Anthony was my mom. <laughs> oh, sorry. For Ms. Oh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're respectful over here. That's all it is. Well. But Ms. Anthony, well. Oh. You bet not. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I caught myself quick. Flo, I want to thank you for being a part of the email oh, rush thank today. Thank you for having me and uh, read the books. Uh, last call for a deadly diva. One last deadly yes. day. Uh, deadly stuff layers. I don't think you can get keeping secrets from lies anymore. I want to kind of redo that and have a title, you know, similar to the other books also. So, oh no, yeah. well, I'm supposed so, to start the series off. I need everybody. I'm a find everybody. Funny. If you're listening on Pandora, iHeartRadio, all the other platforms we're on, make sure you go get Last Call for a Deadly Diva. On we telling you go to Amazon and pick it up. But if you don't like Jeff Bezos, you can go to Barnes and Noble. She said, uh, "Target, yes. Walmart." Tar- <laughs> Listen, where they sell books, yeah, they got it. Walmart, yeah. and Barnes and Noble. So that yeah, you can get them. They're all uh, they all are also on their online platforms, walmart.com, target.com, barnesandnoble.com. So, and that's very exciting to me because Walmart is the hardest retailer in the world to get into. Ooh, so yeah, she did yes, a magnificent job with her distribution of my book. So. That's right. Yeah. So thank you again, Miss. Oh, thank you. Guys. You're wonderful. You should do this every day. You all are just magnificent. Oh, thank but, you. Right. I, I want to do this look, every day. It's gonna be yeah. every. It's gonna be an everyday thing yeah, because we're gonna be able to quit our jobs and do this full time. Yes, 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 you will be able to. All right, you guys have All a right. great weekend. You too. Thank, thank you. Thank you too. Again. All right. Bye bye. Bye. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, Rainbow. Whew. Yes, Don. Both we both us out here coughing. Sorry, y'all. Yes. Forgive <laughs> us, people. Yo, shout out to everybody that was on the check-in. TK, Banga, whoa, PDA, Rails was good, bro. Brooklyn at the Brown Table, what's going on? That Vet was great. on early. Yo, Vet, your show was fire yesterday, by the way. Listen, thank y'all all for tuning in. Um, yes, we're, we're, we are closing in a little early because we are both still under the weather. Um, but, you know, we're here. Don't tell nobody. Shh. Let me tell you one thing. Um, nobody's ever going to take away from us is dedication. We are dedicated to what we do. Um, we're both here. Rain, sleet, snow, sick. Thousand kids. We, we still here. We that's still dawn, here that's dawn with the thousand kids, y'all, because I ain't got no babies. <laughs> we're, we're here to help y'all and show y'all that, you know. We're here for y'all. And, yeah, definitely. You know, we're here to entertain y'all, and we appreciate y'all. I want to once again thank Terrence Russ. Um, Absolutely. You know, he's us up. been holding us down and doing what, you know, he said he was going to do from the door with us. You know, um, a lot of people 
a lot of people, um, you know, have their doubts about things. Me, I'm fine. You know, Terrence has proven everything he said he had to do with me, and we're good like that. We're going to keep working. So, you know, shout out to Naquasia. She just signed her deal. She's doing her thing. And, you know, where's we the gunshots? Where's the claps? Where's the. Give me something. Yeah, oh. My bad, my bad. <laughs> so, on that note, Rainbow, how do you want to go out today, baby girl? I want to say thank y'all. God bless. Um, it was a pleasure. Um, support us, Black people. Bob and Flo out here doing this for us for years. Yeah. Okay? They they ain't no newcomers. They've been here. So support them. That's one of the biggest things I want to say and on my way out. Um, you know, slow answer is amazing. When it you you think about the years that she put in doing Third, what she's doing and right now. Now on top of that, like she's holding Michael Spinks and Leon Spinks down, I think is amazing. You know, when you look at Bob still putting out music. Great music, not even like not know, mediocre ass music. Yeah, or great anything. music. Great <laughs> music at his age, still you know having. I'm going to say at his age, like he old. That man is still young. Yeah, he's still young. My bad, listen. But he's doing a great job at what he's done, and these are people like I look up to because they they've been in where we've been, and they see the potential in us. That's why I guess they, they were able to come on the show. You know, these people don't just accept shows from anybody. And they right. see the potential in us. So I definitely want to commend both of them. Flo and Bob, I appreciate you both. For that we, we're talking about them like on first name basis now. You know how I feel right now. I'm ah. talking about their perseverance you know of anything. Because it takes, it really takes like character and you know to actually do something like this for a long time and stick with it consistency you know people think you like like Flo was saying Michael Michael if this is a microwave type thing people got going on now but Mm. you have to have dedication and perseverance in order to actually make it and stay consistent you can you can you can blow up overnight and then mm. just be that's it. There's no more. But you have to make sure you work at what you, whatever it is that you do. Make sure you work hard for it. Cause when you get it, you're gonna appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, we've been doing this for seven years. Um, and we got we got I see the future. We are still it's here. Still the beginning, it's, y'all. Yeah, this is just light work for us now at this point. But either way, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on Pandora, iHeartRadio, EvenRushNetwork.com, Google, Apple, Spotify. Um, also, get that app. Download the Google and Apple app, both of them, and, you know, you can listen to us while you're on the go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Once again, it's the Evening Rush each and every Wednesday, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. No, 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 no. It's no, no, no. 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., y'all. I don't know what that. Okay, let me get. Let me let me do it the right way for y'all, because this would have looked like yeah. it was 7 to 8. I don't know what the hell. Dawn went you know back like is? five years. Dawn went back like no. five years ago. No, you know what it is. I'm gonna tell you what it is. 
I, I I just got the breaking news, you know what I'm saying, a little while ago. So that's what it was. I'm going I'm to let, let the breaking news out. Starting next week, right, you'll get the Wednesday evening jam from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. with DJ GMF live on the Evening Rush Network. So okay. you can, you'll be able to hear music on the way to listen to the Evening Rush Network. So, excuse me, the Evening Rush show. So definitely, excuse me, y'all, I'm so under the weather, I'm dying over here. But you'll listen to GMF and, and, the, and Wednesday, uh, the Wednesday evening jam. Um, the flyer will be going out this week, so you'll definitely see that. Shout out to um, Chris and Nina. They starting a new show. That'll be coming on, on Thursdays. Make sure you check out the TL Mac Fitness Show uh, Monday, Rainbow and the Girls over at the Queens of NYC, Rails Relaxation Hour. Um, Vet Green is back with season two of Think and Grow, which her show was magnificent yes, last night. Um, so if y'all didn't see it, definitely go to EvenRushNetwork.com and check that out. Um, also, Sex, Love, and Alcohol, still number one on this, this, this era if you're talking to me. And then this weekend, yeah, it's not. It's not really the weekend. It's not really the weekend. Well, this Friday. I mean, it's, it's starting the weekend, I guess. This Friday, TK's Chronicles of a Black Sheep podcast will be on the evening rush. What's the ten what, o'clock? What, what, Let them know what the topic guest, is. Hold on, hold on. Their special guest is Don and Rainbow. So we're gonna be we're gonna be on there. But wait, what is what 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 is the topic? What was it? Say the this freaks come out at night. This is Friday. <laughs> Freaky Friday. Friday. So, yeah, it's, it's going to get nasty. It's going to get nasty. Very spicy. I ain't, very spicy. I ain't talking nasty with y'all. Listen, I'm a, you told me to be on my best behavior, so you, you better be. I told, Dawn I doesn't, I don't know if Dawn has a best behavior, but I will keep him in check. Yes. That's what that so, is. So, make sure y'all tune in this Friday. Sex, Love, and Alcohol, and then TK's Chronicles of a Black Sheep podcast, After Dark. And, you know, yeah, start your weekend off right. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, it it seems like be... there's going to be a lot of sex talk, sex, love, and alcohol, and then we get in Freaky Fridays. The, see, yeah. the, I knew it's the freaks come out at night. <laughs> and I'm letting it be known, you will hear GMF this weekend. You will hear um, GMF, oh, Lord. GMF this weekend. You'll hear Eddie OJ, One Man, One Mike. You'll hear DJ... Um, DJ Chris, all three of them will be playing this weekend because it is Memorial Day weekend. And I, before I forget, happy birthday to Tristan and Aiden, my two That's three-year-olds. Right. Project Sounds, we out here. You already know DJ GMF is in the building. That's my bro right there. Don got Actually, bro, I, you know what? Next week, not only are you going to start, but I, I want to see if I can get you on the show as our guest as our special guest. So next week, let's set that up if we can. Um, but yeah, I definitely got to send a big happy birthday shout out to um, it's you know, Tristan, Tristan and Aiden. Yeah, number three birthday. You know, I, I'm looking at myself like, I got three-year-olds. You, no, Lord you don't Jesus. got a three. You got two three-year-olds. Jesus, Lord Jesus. Don. I don't know how I'm doing it. 
All I'm all I'm gonna tell you is I bet not have to go to another baby shower. That's all. No, nah, no, nah, we good. We good over here. There ain't no more baby shower. Man. That's all. I'm good. But anyway, thank you everybody. We appreciate the love. We appreciate everybody that tuned in. Once again, this weekend we lit. DJ GMF, Eddie OJ, one man, one mic, and we will definitely have on DJ Chris. So once again, shout out sister stations, EAJ 1023 Radio, Charm City Direct TV, CL and Annie at ACS Productions. And uh, I guess ACS, we'll they sound like they're trying to beat somebody's children. Well, they're trying to prevent somebody <laughs> from beating <laughs> someone's children. <laughs> Yo, you already know what it is, man. Steve the Rush. Yo, we out with our boy Fresh. My nephew told me I'm a king and a crown fitted. You can catch me in a thousand dollar outfit. I'm so 